What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. My brother, what's up? What's going, Mark? How you feeling? Uh, another day, man. I can't complain. It's, snow- it's snowing back there? Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to act like it wants to. I was, Ain't just, that, I, was, major. I was just on Facebook. I'd seen people saying, like, oh, it was tough getting home from work. So I was like, oh, I know bro's driving back right now. No, I was off today. I was off today. Oh, there but, we go. Um, man, it ain't. Man, these guys are just exaggerating. Man. That, that's how it is out here, man. It, it was raining the last couple of days. And bro, people were like, oh, you, you got to be careful on the roads. It might ice over, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm from Farrell, Pennsylvania. I went to school in Erie, Pennsylvania for five years. I think I can handle some rain. This is nothing <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> man. But, hey, we're back. Episode 79 of the Breaking Barriers pod. Yeah, um. I mean, couple just breaking barriers updates as we always do. Here I know. I mean, well, first and foremost, shout out Anchor for letting us create. Uh, shout out to Apple Pod and Spotify for distributing our content whenever we do drop. Shout out to the listeners that be tapping in, asking where we at. We know we're here. We're here. We promise. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, man, like just some updates on us. I mean, I know you've been going through some stuff back home with the fam so obviously condolences to you and the family appreciate it um i don't know if you want to elaborate anything on that but just let, let the viewers know that you're going through some stuff and they should all be thinking of you and i'm sure they are already yeah man i, don't, I ain't i mean if you follow me you'll pretty much know about it but um you know it's just we're going through some right now so um this is where mental health come in though you know mm-hmm. a lot a lot of um you need a you need a, a village around you, so mm-hmm. I'll I'll say that if um you're going through something, man, don't do it by yourself because you ain't gonna be able to. So, um, you know, it's it's just really day by day. It's still fresh, so of course it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we'll get through. Of course, bro. And you already know you got me on your corner. Um, sure. Yes, yeah, sir. And I do want to shout out the little bros. Their birthday was yesterday, right? Man, it's crazy. We getting old, G. 18? 18, bro. They That's, was just born that yesterday. is crazy. It was just born yesterday. Y'all up in my hair messing with me. Now they about to go to college, man. Man, they're grown, man. That's, I mean, that's when I seen 18, like I knew they were seniors, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I still think of them as like little brothers, the little brother that 10, was 11 years tra- old type stuff. Trailing us at the games. Yeah, bro. So shout out to the little homies. Um, we still use the intro music, the artwork, everything. I mean, From Kurt, shout out to Kurt, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's the next genius right there in music. I promise y'all. Hey, just wait on it. And then, uh, I mean, just diving into the whole family stuff too. Obviously, Christmas is next weekend, which is crazy too. Um, I'm gonna be back that way for a couple of days, so hopefully we can get together because it's actually like an extended break for me. I'm actually using paid time off for once, so uh, hey. I, w- I will be there for more than like two seconds. <laughs> we talked about this, man, about time, man. Man, so we definitely got to get together. Um, oh, yeah, we'll be holiday in the lab. season, we'll be in the lab. yeah, bro. Holiday season 
I, I put this on Twitter earlier this morning too. And I think we talked about it a little bit last episode, but like the holiday season, obviously it's great being around family, friends, loved ones, but right. also for the hoop junkies in us, like this is such a good time of basketball on all levels. Besides March Madness and, you know, when the games are really important, I think this is probably like um, the most important part of tip-off in basketball, you know, as far as there's a lot going to be a lot of good games on. You got your Christmas tournaments back at home. Mm-hmm. You just got a lot of basketball on. And then, like you said, Christmas is next week, which is seen like we just celebrated Thanksgiving. I know. But, um, you know, it, like I said, we, we just celebrated Thanksgiving, have football on, a couple of college games on now. Next week is Christmas, and we'll have a lot of college basketball games and pro games on. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. But, like you said, this this the mecca of basketball besides March Madness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just got to be grateful for it and run with it. Yeah, it's like now it's like basketball season is in full effect. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. the the preseason, pre-season yep. stuff and like the last couple of weeks, like obviously it's been exciting within the college ranks. High school just started up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's exciting. It's enjoyable. But like I think there's really nothing more like like the like you said, like the Christmas tournaments, the holiday tournaments, sitting back and seeing your favorite college teams play throughout that week. Right. Sitting back and seeing maybe your favorite NBA team playing on Christmas Day, like that's always a fun slate of games from like ten in the morning till ten at night. It is. So it's like we said, like from top to bottom, from youth to the pros, basketballs are in the air. And I mean, we can't really ask for more. <laughs> not, not at all, bro. I mean, you know, it's it basketball is, is helping me so much right now. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know, like to just be able to go and get in the gym. And just, you know, take your mind off a few things. So it's like looking at that and then um, somebody asks you, like, how don't you get tired of it? But when you're able to go somewhere and lock in on that and just be like, forget everything that's going on on the outside, I don't think you would really want to really get rid of that. <laughs> you know, like, no, you can't get rid of that because obviously that's a part of you that helps you. So um, I think now going through the holidays and situation I'm in is, really showing why basketball plays a part in my life, mm-hmm. not only just for the selfishness of me playing, but, you know, just to be able to touch somebody else's life in the midst of you maybe going through something, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like I'm going through something, but a kid might be going through something worse or practice might be the only time they have fun throughout the day. So I just, you know, right. try to take my energy and uh, give off better energy to somebody else. For sure, bro. And that's, I mean, that's awesome to hear just because, like, I mean – Everyone's going through some sort of hardship. Some people talk about it, some don't. Right. Where you've already touched on, like, you definitely don't want to go through anything like that alone. That's that's what makes that burden that much heavier. But like you said, like, especially for guys like us, like, this game has given us so much. I mean, just learning situations, physical health, mental health, everything in between. But, like, if you just rip something like that away from you, it's like, how do you even – go on like not to be that dark no but, like, it, but it is like that because you like you, we invested so much time bro mm-hmm. so it's like this is our family this is our wife our 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 sister best friend whatever you want to call it however people look at it like that's what it is to us you know so like mm-hmm. um no like like we said in the last episodes when you get hurt that's another sign of mental health but you know dealing with real life is a sign of mental health obviously and mm-hmm. um you know you never know what can take away some of that pressure and you know that that basketball just happened to be that for us Mm -hmm. and I promise you like there's a lot of guys and gals out there that think like us but like 
there's really nothing like honestly throwing your headphones in listening to whatever music you enjoy throwing on a podcast maybe the breaking barriers podcast yes sir uh, <laughs> and just getting in the gym and honestly just putting up shots it doesn't even have to be like a full-blown intense workout but like you touched on earlier like separating yourself and just kind of going to your happy place where you honestly don't think about anything that's when like your real emotion comes into play and you can kind of just digest everything and take it for what it is yeah man like you just kind of feel like you're you're on your own island you take care of yourself once you step off that court you take your shoes off you put on your slides whatever you get back in your car you feel that much better man like you feel that much better and you're not superman again you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because sometimes i feel like stress and you know what you may be going through make you feel like you got to play that superman role and you know you're going to play basketball and we all know like no matter who tries to play a superman role you can't do it alone in basketball Mm-hmm. And, and that's what that's one of the main things, especially me going through what I'm going through right now that I tried to preach to the kids the past week. Um, no matter who you are, what you do, how great you bring something to the table. When it's a team sport, you're never going to be able to do it alone. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with life. When you're going through something, you're not just going to be like, oh, I'll get through it. I'll thug through it. It don't matter what it is, who you is. I don't care what you've been through. You're always going to break down at some point, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we just try to, uh, stem in real life situations with basketball, so it's not just strictly basketball. Like the kids don't be like, "Oh, I can't come talk to coach because he's all about basketball." Mm-hmm. You know, so we try to stem real life in these conversations that we're having right now with our kids as well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, bro, like I'm sure you can attest to it too. Like I've had coaches that are solely focused on said sport, said end result. That's it. Yes. And like, bro, like those are the hardest guys to play for because it's like, dang, like I can't make no mistake. I can't bring anything from home into the gym, onto the court, onto the field, whatever sport you're playing, because they only are focused on winning, winning a championship or winning a basketball game, winning a soccer game, whatever. But it's like those coaches that you can actually relate to on a personal level. Those are the ones that get the most out of you because there's that player coach trust. You want to run but, through a brick wall for them mm-hmm. because and you feel like they, they relate to you, like you said. Right, bro. And, like, I mean, that's – at the end of the day, it is just a game. And, like, you have to be a normal person. And, honestly, this isn't even just about basketball within the coaching and training realm. Like, in your day-to-day, you have to be a normal person and understand that, like, he might be having a bad day, she might be having a bad day, I might be having a bad day, but we can all come together and figure it out. So it's That's, like, that's how you make the day better is mm-hmm. by going and interacting with somebody who, you know, could bring – a different type of light that you might be used to. Mm-hmm. You know, like me and Ike ain't the same people, but we are at the same time. But right. there's days where I might be going through something and then I get to practice and, you know, Ike is able to just sit there and be Ike. Mm-hmm. And then, be all goofy. Know, all goofy, <laughs> man. It's like, like the other day, man, not to go down story lane, but gee, we in practice. <laughs> this guy is trying to teach him how to take a charge. Oh, no. And, and a kid walks up to Ike to go next and you just see Ike fall out. <laughs> Gee, like a bag like, of bones bro like it's like obviously it ain't funny because you can't see it but if you would have just saw the way ike just fell out i've seen ike fall multiple times i already know how it went bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro the kids just look at me like and we're to last and like you know that little thing right there it was like he might not have, he know what i'm going through but he might not know i was feeling away right then and there but for ike to just do that you know like he was being himself though you know, like right, it, wasn't exactly. like he was to, it wasn't like he was like, oh, let me go let, let me go make Coach Mark laugh. Let me, Ike was being himself, and 
him doing that and then seeing the, the, the light on a kid's face to be like, see how happy they was, engaged they was with the drill. It was just like, I needed that, you know, and, um, I don't even know if I went off topic or not, but I just nah, bro. Yeah. I just had to say that because you know it's like little stuff like that. I want people to understand, like when you're going through something, you could always use somebody, even if you don't talk about the actual situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then the, like you said with a coach, we both had a coach who was like, you can't relate, and he could act like he's passionate about what you're going through, but he's not. Uh-huh. And um, those is hard situations to deal with. So, you know, definitely, bro. No, that's funny, man. And it's also like even us just sitting on here recording for 40 minutes to an hour every couple every couple weekends, you know, like right. this is time for us to catch up. We talk 24-7, but like in a more genuine way, and we get to just kind of sit back, relax, and talk about something we both are very passionate about, which is yeah. the game yeah. of basketball. So This is where everybody see our genuine side. Obviously, they can't see our messages, but um, I wouldn't say we're not genuine in the messages. But, I mean, this is where we could talk about more than just sitting in a highlight. Or, I was just gonna say, like me this morning spamming you, which bro, and then, listen, I sent like four things. Listen, I'm like, I, I go look up. I'm like, wow, Z might have slept in. Come to find out, my son over there with my phone the whole time, talking to my phone, looking at your messages. I'm like, you know what? But that's why I messaged you, like, is you ready, bro? Because I'm like, I ain't get no message from G. I'm thinking G ain't get no message, and my son got my phone. <laughs> so I'm like, Man. I just literally saw the messages when I messaged you. I'm like, well. I don't want to spam the messages now and make it look like I just looked at them. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, I already, knew. <laughs> I already knew. And then, honestly, bro, I woke up because we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But that last chance, you season two, I had to wake up and I'm on episode seven now. We'll, we'll talk about it in a little I'm bit. Mad, but... I'm mad at you because you, you best around and started. And I forgot all about it. And That's what, on episode no, seven, no, no. I'm still on one. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll touch on it just like very low key later For in the sure. episode because like next week or whenever we record next, we can actually dive into it. But no, I, I had to get up and watch that thing, man. I was thinking about it last night, low key. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different. I, I will say, I don't know, gee. I think I mean obviously we ain't see the whole season, but. This team, um, on paper wise, definitely should be better than last year's. Yeah, that's what I was saying over uh, text last night, and you'll see. Wait till you get a little deeper into it. Um, I can see where the problem gonna fall in, though. Yeah, there's a lot of different. We might as well just talk about that that topic now. Just dive into it. There's a lot of different uh, team dynamics that come into this this group as opposed to that first season. Because if right. you think about it, too, bro, like for those of you guys that did watch season one. Coach John Mosley over at ELAC. That year, they made it to the Elite Eight. Their season got cut short due to COVID. That was crazy times for sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, within that roster, they did have returning players. To It's a JUCO program. They had returning players. They had transfers, like a standard junior college roster is kind of built. Right. Where this team now, for this docuseries, there was only one returning guy and, like, 14 newbies. Newbies. Man. Because of all the co- – they, they didn't play any basketball games for, like, a year and a half due to COVID. They shut all their stuff down. So, right. like, obviously it's the same coach. It's the same coaching staff. But it's same a whole school. new team. It's a whole new dynamic. So, it's pretty cool seeing them grow kind of from the ground up as opposed to that first season where they had some pieces to kind of build off of. So Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you had Joe, Big Joe, mm-hmm. who – was a bucket no matter what. I mean, mm-hmm. he went to Penn State, so that tells you the. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like he's different than the rest of them because you know they get them type of guys. That's what mm-hmm. junior college is. But Joe was the guy like 
if he had a, a great attitude, he was on pace to be playing for the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, they already said his skills wasn't supposed to be down there, just like the the guy, Shamar, that's there right now from Cleveland. Yeah. Like, bro, he's from Cleveland. He's I know. I, I, I remember him. Like, I, I've heard of him before. Hours something away from us. Mm-hmm. Didn't even graduate high school, but in college. Makes no sense. How the f- uh, and they 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 kind of touch on it later in a couple episodes, but you'll see. Like it still doesn't really make sense. Maybe it comes full circle at the end, but I don't know. He's but. still there right now, though. That's I know that for sure. Yeah, I, I looked back. him up last night, which is cool. <laughs> we both did the same thing. I looked him up this morning <laughs> when it followed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try to get him on the pod, bro. Yeah, hey, I, hey, I already sent the uh, message out, <laughs> bro. That's how it goes for all you people too that are like, man, like. That's how I'm thirsty, like instantly following someone, instantly sending messages. Like, this is how you grow your brand in a podcast. Like, what we're creating, it can't always just be me and Mark, obviously. Exactly. And you got to understand as well, it's first come, first serve. Facts. You know, like, obviously, it just came out, what, the 13th today is the 18th, 17th. 17th, so, yeah. So that's a couple of days out. And with it being a couple of days out, his following is going to boost as the days go on. Crazily. So, Believe it or not, even though we haven't been there from the start and following and understanding who he was, the the first people that reach out most of the time are the one they pay attention to because a whole bunch of outlets ain't reaching out. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you just gotta have a strategy to what you do. And honestly, bro, like even if they are, typically when we reach out, like it's it's genuine conversation. It's not like. Yo, bro, I have a basketball co- podcast. Come on. Like, that's corny. And that's what a lot of, like, the big outlets do. But they're also able to do that because they have millions of followers. At the end of the day, they don't stuff. need that person they're reaching out to. They're just kind of trying to help that person mm-hmm. and put their brand on more because of the fact that person's hot at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not looking to do that because he's hot at the moment. Listen, like I said, he lives in Cle- He's from Cleveland. That's not far from our hometown. So, not at all. We can have a genuine conversation better than. Uh, people would think or more than people think right so yeah bro that'd be crazy the point guard you're gonna learn more about him he'd be crazy to have on his backstory is pretty wild one the of their with big the heart hit. problem um yeah during okay. during that episode i okay. should say <laughs> you'll see it's it's a it, it's really cool man like that whole roster from top to bottom they're like interesting was, bro <laughs> yeah like i was saying earlier because like it's not necessarily like a traditional JUCO group. I mean, it is in the sense that like guys are coming from D1 programs, D2 programs, trying to get back to that. But it's like based off the documentary from like over a year ago, obviously Elac grew. Their budget got a little bigger um, and more eyes are on them. Therefore, guys want to go there to get exposure. Exactly. So, and, and you know what's crazy, bro, is um, technically this is – they ain't had a season in two, three years. Yeah. And right. we looking at it the way, you know, they fast forward it and make it seem obviously off the documentary. It was just last year, but bro, they really ain't played in two years. So it's like to think that COVID was what, three years ago now? So, um, yeah. Man, I mean, like whenever we started the pod. Because I, I want to say about 2020, 2021. Yeah, bubble, it was March of 2020. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, yeah, because they had to stop the March Madness. Yeah. Uh, man, so, you know, let's just look at it, bro. They had a lot of time to try to, you know, struggle. I'll say that. I'm not going to say it was a success more than a struggle because we ain't finished the season yet. And also, bro, you got to think about it. You off for two years, how you going to get kids to buy in to come into your school? 
no matter if you want Netflix or not. Coach, I'm trying to play now, you know? So right. you just look at little things like that, and their life was probably a scatter. They didn't know how they were going to keep their job if they can't bring kids and little stuff like that. So definitely interesting to see. Gotcha. No. So I'm I'm multitasking too. By the way, the the second half of the episode is uh, confirmed. By the way, yeah, you guys. Uh, honestly, when I send you the link, you could send the link. But if not, you guys send me the person's I got Instagram you. over so I can send. I got link. you. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But a couple more updates just with us. Um. I do want to let people know. I don't know if anyone cares. <laughs> I did finally have that doctor's appointment this past Wednesday. Yes, sir. Where, long story short, I My run, I run weird, off. I walk weird, <laughs> all that crap. Uh, yeah, no, no Achilles rupture or tear, which is awesome. When they were doing the X-rays, I'm like, oh my god, that'd be my luck. But I didn't think it was that bad, to be honest. Nah, you um, were jog, so right. It was. It's just like all this inflammation within my Achilles that's causing these reoccurring calf strains. And then I ended up having my a physical therapy evaluation yesterday. And they're basically like, yeah, man, like you've been beating your body up for how many years? You don't warm up properly. You don't recover properly, which we've been talking about this for how many episodes? I've been trying to do better, but it's also like I just need to give my body like true rest, which I've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks. So now that I have these exercises and treatments to work on, I'll be back on the court very, very soon. And I, I can't wait, bro. Like, I really can't. Yeah, man. I mean, it's been rough being able to, like, even though I'm not watching you, literally, I, I'm sitting back watching because we talk a lot. So it's rough because I'm like, I almost don't want to tell you when we play or how how I play because I'm like, I, I know how that feel to be like, oh, I'm happy for you, but damn, bro. I, I know. You know. And that's so, a, no, I feel like that way with Tim. Shout out to Tim because, I mean, obviously I play with him a lot out this way. Yeah, um, shout out to Tim. And he'd be like, bro, like, how you feeling? You coming to the game? You playing tonight? And I'm like, dude, like, I can't play. I can't run yet. So, and it's also, honestly, like, for me, it's been easier just to, like, not go to the games as opposed to go because I get right. too into it and then I want to play. And I feel like know. a coach and shit. Yeah, like, I, I'm not <laughs> like trying to be that guy. Yeah, and... I'm not trying to be that guy. So Everybody like... over there. Who's this crazy white boy, man? Right, that's what I'm cheering. saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. So, like, when I am 100%, I'm going to be I'm gonna be out there playing. It's going to be soon. But, yeah, man. No rush. No injury, rush. Injuries stink, like we talked about last episode. Physical, mental health, they do go hand in hand. So, everyone's just working towards something, like we said earlier in the EP. Yeah, everybody um, got a problem, man. And, you know, for future reference out there, for people who are listening, if you got a teammate who's injured, instead of worrying about if they plan to know if you're going to have a body, how about you check on them throughout the week and week to make sure they're actually all right as far as checking their mental, you know, because even though it's just a men's league to y'all, y'all just hooping for an hour or two hours or so, that still means something to some people, you know, just 100%. To get out and do something they love or to be able to get out period and enjoy themselves. So yeah, he could still walk and take himself to and from work, but just check on G to see how he is. You know, this is not to Tim or anybody like facts, that way. Facts, this facts. is just anybody in general, because it's like, you know, mental health is starting to spark up a lot. No, it definitely does, bro. And that's honestly our next topic too is still within the whole mental health realm. I think I sent it to you maybe yesterday, I think, or the night before. I also put it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you sent Um, it. His name's Tyrell Terry, drafted with the 31st pick by the Mavericks back in the 2020 draft. So 
all that timing was weird too. Let's not forget. Um, right, right. But what two or three days ago he announced his retirement from the game of basketball. So I mean, he's been a professional for two seasons, three seasons, and he's calling it quits. Where, I mean, a lot of guys, a lot of gals out there are like, man, like, what the heck? I don't get it. Like, you made it to the top. Why are you retiring? You're giving up. You're giving up all the money. This, that. But like. His profile, if you go to it, look him up on Instagram. He made a whole lengthy post basically just explaining, like, he can't be himself playing the game that once was his identity that's just really not anymore. It's just bringing him anxiety, nauseousness, anxiety attacks where it's hard to breathe. It's just a very big burden on his mental health. So, like, I just wanted to bring that up because, like, we literally been talking about the whole mental health thing for the last couple episodes, really. And then I see that, like a guy at the tip top going through, obviously something very, very heavy to him. So it's like, it can happen to anybody, man. You got to just focus on you, do what's best for you. It just shows, don't matter how much money you make or the dream you accomplish, there's still problems. You don't get to the top and not have problems no more. You know, like, um, everybody still are human just because they're who they are. You Mm -hmm. know, like, like, um... Like, I, when I was reading the post, he said, like, I fell out of love with it. So, honestly, if he fell out of love with basketball, how do you expect him to play something he's not in love with? That's like you trying to be with an ex when y'all fell out of love with each other. You know, like, it's, you're not going to be able to be in a room with them. No, or, you or, can't make it work. I promise you, you can't, you can't make, make it work. You, you can't make it work. Or, you know, y'all could be friends because maybe that's how y'all started. But the love factor is not going to be there as far as trying to make love work no more. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's like him with basketball. He, he, he he had love for it. The love was showing back as far as he was. And I'm sorry, I got a phone call coming. Oh, so you're good. I like I'm going. But uh, yeah, you know, somewhere along the line, his love was lost, and um, that's just the moral of the story. Man, it's uh, I like that you brought up too. Like, everyone is human, right? Because like. Oftentimes, people think, like, these athletes are like, man, like, they're making all the money. They get all the girls. They got all the guys. They get the the jewelry, the cars, whatever. They can do whatever they want. Like, that's all cool and all. But, like, if you – if your head's not in it, your heart's not in it, like, it's not for you. Like, athletes are people, too. Yeah, they obviously worked very hard to get to that position, to get to that bag, get to that money, whatever. But, like – right stuff or even like work like that's like you going to a very miserable job every single day and i've had bad jobs back in my heyday like when i was in college when i worked in a steel mill over the summers like mm-hmm. that wasn't fun for me bro like i would literally wake up at like four in the morning go into a dirty ass mill with a bunch of grumpy dudes work 10 to 12 hour shifts come home sleep Dude, that, sucked. that sucked and like i mean those weren't fun days and that's something like he might be feeling like that going to into the Dallas Mavericks practice facility. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. athletes are people too. Mental health, you got to focus on that first and foremost. So hopefully Tyrell is successful in whatever he moves towards next. I think I've seen he was like a working towards like real estate stuff. I think he had some in his profile about that. I might be botching it, but if that's what I, I, he wants saw, to do. I, I, I took that as my impression, but I didn't for sure. I got glanced at it. I didn't really look at it. That's why I didn't click on it either. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's doing that. But I was just more so worried about if he was, you know, 
He was cool. Yeah, if he's cool right now, obviously he got people around him that love him for him. He's able to talk to a counselor, stuff like that. But you still, if you're a a human being who really care, you you still worry about people and Mm -hmm. how they are, no matter who they got or what they got around them. Right, bro. So shout out to Tyrell, man. Hopefully he's moving in a better space, in a better environment, position, everything. So I want to touch on that real quick. And then one more uh, topic within the NBA before – we have a little commercial break here. I want to talk to you about at least the two teams at the top of each, each conference. The Celtics and the Bucks are on top of the East, and the Grizzlies and the Pelicans are on top of the West. Mm. Now, to say me... That, say that West one more time for the people that see, don't listen. That's what I was, I was going to say. So the Grizzlies and the Pelicans mm. are on top of the West. So to me, bro, this is kind of like a two-sided story. On the eastern side of things, it's like two teams who have been together for a couple years, kind of the grit and grind, really kind of prospering throughout the years, right? Right. And on the Western Conference side of things, it's like more youthful teams who are also sticking together through the draft and other trades, but just kind of working it out and figuring it out. Right, right. <clears throat> so, I mean, what what's your takeaway from like both sides of the spectrum? I mean, honestly, I felt like Boston was going to do this. You know, they just made it to the finals last year. So, mm-hmm. in reality, when you got everything that came back, you're supposed to run it back. And you're supposed to come back hungry because you lost. And now you know how to win and make that final push to the finals. And then you saw how you lost. You know, you learn. Obviously, Tatum talked to the his OGs in the league on how to win and mm-hmm. what maybe he could have fixed. And then out of the Bucks, I mean, let's be real. They probably should have went back and tried to repeat last year. But Thanks. injuries took it away. And then as far as the West, um, the Grizzlies are supposed to be back there. They got everything back. It's just injuries derailing them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, now the Pelicans, that's the one I'm glad about. Um, the Pelicans are fun to watch, bro. Willie Green took the Warriors and the Suns system, bro, and just took mm-hmm. it to the Pelicans, honestly. Mm-hmm. And you got a young group who can make that system work because they're young and agile and fresh and you know they just started getting started so i mean i'm not surprised he's a great coach bro and honestly honestly my boys is struggling to the worst uh i don't gotta see them win no more man my boy steph did what he needed to do last final so honestly bro to see new teams on top i love that more than seeing my boys being on top right now that's kind of how i feel too i mean Obviously, I'm a Cavs guy, and they're having a, a successful season again, just like last year. I had D. Mitch, though. Um, but I will say, bro, the Warriors, you can't count them out. Like, they're they're going to make a run. Still they a will. whole half a season. That's why I'm really not worried. They will. Um, but on the Pelican side of things, I think it's just exciting, obviously, to see Zion able to do what he's able to do. Like, he he's a force that this league really hasn't seen. And why he up for MVP is my question to you. I know. It's crazy, especially the way they're winning. And the numbers he's putting – I mean, he's scoring 35, 30, 29, like, mm-hmm. with multiple uh, rebounds and assists. Like, I mean, he got double-digit rebounds every game. Like, why is his name up, bro? It's really crazy that, like, you can throw either your best defender on Zion. If he's a wing, he's just going to overpower the hell out of you and bang on you. If you throw a big guy on him, he's too quick. He's going to move right around him, get to the rim. Like, there's really, like, minimal um, – I don't even know the word I really want to say. A like, minimal I, way to stop him. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, like, he he's a freak of nature, obviously. 
And I'm just happy that he's back doing what he's supposed to be doing. This is like the Duke Zion and the rookie Zion we've seen until all the injuries and the weight gain and all that stuff, whatever. But, like, he's really doing his thing again, and it's just fun to see. CJ McCollum's hooping. B.I., he's injured right now, but he's been having really a really good season. And those three together, I mean, that's a scary trio. Definitely is, man. But, you know, we're going to hit this commercial break mm-hmm. real quick, get back in, probably hit a couple seconds, and then get to this interview. Yes, sir, bro. And we'll be back from the commercial break. Yes, sir, bro. I did send you uh, dude's Instagram, too. All right, so should I just send it over right now, or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him. I was like, we're in a commercial break. My my co-host about to send it over. He said bet, so. All right, sounds good. I'm about to make this happen, man. Please tell me you told him he got to be somewhere with a Wi-Fi good. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I think I'm pretty sure he has a game later on tonight, so that's why he was like morning morning works for me, that kind of stuff. So, the dude that we're about to have in here for all you listening, his name is Deshaun Archilles. People online might know him more as Dizo. Um, dude's a current JUCO hooper, which kind of fits with what we've been talking about with the Last Chance U stuff at a school called Atlantis College in Florida. He's featured often on Devontae Friga's YouTube channel within the whole Friga fam stuff. So, if you follow that side of basketball, he might have heard a dude's name, but it's also a way for us to kind of bring in a current collegiate player at the JUCO level, expand uh, that viewership, and should be a cool conversation, man. Definitely should, man. I mean, anytime we could get an interview, that's dope. So I sent it over. Just wait on him to get in here. Yeah, he just said, I. <laughs> <laughs> should be cool. It, it's always fun, man, when we do this stuff, though, because you never know how people are going to pop in here. What are they gonna come with energy, nervous? Right. <laughs> nah. Talk too much. Right. We had a couple of them interviews. Oh my gosh, bro. We'd be messing with each other while they're talking, like, shut <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> that is wild. Nah, it's always fun though. Like we said earlier in the episode, like me and Marky can sit up here for hours and hours and talk, but to keep viewership and to keep things interesting, it's always cool to have more individuals within the basketball space come on. So definitely is. And here you go, right here. There we go, man. What's Yo, up, man? Dizo. Yo. What's, What's good, bro? How you feeling this morning? Tired, bro. Tired. <laughs> it's early for you, huh? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it is pretty early. Cause we have a game today. I I got out of practice late, so. Okay, that's what I, I we were just giving you a little bit of an introduction. I was saying I think you do have a game later tonight, so. We ain't gonna hold him long, then. We'll just yeah, we'll let you. Know, you get some rest prior to your game. But one, we want to say thank you for coming onto the show. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, and obviously, like I said, we did give you an introduction. So you'll hear that when you listen to the episode later on tonight. Um, but for the people that don't know who you are, let them know, give a little background story on yourself. Um, shoot. Where do I start? <laughs> anyway, up to you, bro. Who you are, where you play, what you've done, that kind of stuff, man. Uh, my name is Diesel. What you know? Uh, uh, I don't know. I you play at Atlantis College, correct? Yeah, I play at Atlantis. Gotcha. Um, I own a couple nonprofits for like kids that mm-hmm. aren't able to play basketball, and I give I. Give, um, That's true. 
what else? <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll help you. We'll help you out a little bit, man. We'll help you out a little bit. So the Atlantis University, it's a JUCO, correct? I like that. Cool. So how about how did you end up there? So you played, obviously, I'm assuming four years of high school ball. And then talk about kind of the transition from that level to the junior college level a little bit. Um, For me, like, it it was a slight transition. Like, everything everything came easy to me because I, I can already hoop. But, you know what I'm saying? Still getting used to, like, running plays and stuff. In high school, I was just hooping. Like, the coach would let me do whatever. So, transitioning to college, now you got to learn plays and all this stuff. And that's the, that's, that's the only thing that's really hard for real. everything. I'm already, like, more athletic than everybody. And I feel like I'm, I'm top tier here. But, yeah, learning plays was probably the only problem for me. Okay, so then learning them, how did you adjust? Did it take, like, a week, a couple weeks, a month? Like, how was it? How did your team react to you not, you know, really being able to adjust to that? Well, me, well, me, I want, from my point of view, I've only been playing basketball five years now. Well, going on okay. five years. I started playing my, my freshman year. And, you know what I'm saying? So they should be able to understand. I don't, like, I know I don't have the IQ of, everybody else that's been playing and people that are like older than me that's been playing for a minute. Um so you know I, I like still gotta learn how to adjust and, and run plays and stuff like that and learn where to be and how to be. But it, it'll come though. Okay. Yeah man. I mean just like anything in life, the more you do it the better you'll get and the more basketball you play, the more things you'll see on the court, off the court in the film room, everything, man. So just keep pushing in that sense. But yeah, yeah that's why I play hard nosed basketball for real. Cause you know, so I don't have the IQ. So when I when I go hard, it makes up for like the little mistakes I make. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, Marky, if if you haven't seen him on Friga's channel, like he's kind of like he said, he's like the dog of that camp. Like he just comes in, he's gonna lock up, he's gonna bang on you, he's gonna play hard, ninety four feet, twenty four seven. So it's like you can always find a, a spot or a role on a team with a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely. Coaches love that. Coaches mm-hmm. is somebody who ain't scared of nothing. <laughs> they need that for real everywhere. Facts. So now you touched on the, the nonprofit stuff. You do a lot of basketball camps for younger kids. I mean, elaborate a little bit on that. So, I mean, how did you start it? Why do you do it? And kind of how has it come full swing? Um, okay, so when, when me, you still there? Definitely went out. You can hear me? All right, there you go. I can hear you. If you get a phone call or something, that's what it, it might bug out a little bit. No, nah, my my phone screen just went off. Oh yeah, that's, oh yeah, you got to keep, keep it, it open. open. Yeah, yeah, I know that. My bad. Yep. You're good, yeah. man. You're good. <laughs> no, nah, but um, when I was younger, like me and my uh, little brother used to like hang out and stuff, and like you know what I'm saying, we were really in the street life because our older brothers, we didn't really we didn't really talk to them because we had different fathers in it, and it really like put a, a toll on us because they were hanging out with us because they didn't like our dad and then it was like all right but we don't care 
And so we started hanging out with the older guys, and then we started getting in trouble and all that stuff. But this guy named Matt Richard, he came into our lives, and he he really taught us how to play basketball and stuff. So it came from nothing. He taught him how to play basketball. I tried, but I was still getting in trouble. So I got kicked off the team a few times, and then it came to a point where, like, they're like, we can't have you. You're causing too much trouble. Like, I'm fighting teammates. I'm fighting other teams. So they're like, they're like, we can't have you and stuff like that. So um, <clears throat> long story short, come 2016, my brother passes away. Mm-hmm. And I looked at basketball as an outlet. And the same guy that helped my brother play basketball, he put my head in the game. So going into my freshman year, I started hooping. I started hooping. And then, like, in honor of my brother, and I'm like, this is not enough. I I feel like I have a bigger calling. So come, mm-hmm. like, after my senior year, I'm like, I was put in a position where I can help kids and stuff like that. So I used my platform and stuff to get a whole bunch of kids together. And then we started a basketball team. Well, mm-hmm. Well, first of all, sorry for your loss, bro. I mean, that's never no, easy. Never. But, um, you know, respect for real because you didn't have to do that. You could have took that loss and, you know, just gave up on life, period. So for you to take that and then, you know, think of your brother and everybody else before yourself, that's big respect to you. Appreciate it, bro. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And it's crazy because, honestly, we've been talking a lot about the whole mental health side of things throughout this whole episode. So when you do listen to the – the prior 30 to 40 minutes, you'll hear a conversation kind of within that realm. Um, but like Marky said, man, like you got to take your battles and just kind of try and swing them in a positive light as opposed to just kind of hide by yourself, go do whatever you're trying to do off the court. But like basketball for guys like us, it really is therapy. Bigger than you. That's dope. Definitely. I bet you it was just the connection. But I mean, honestly, bro, that was cool, at least for his sense in talking about his brother's passing, how he's used the game to kind of elevate himself and those around him within the youth. I mean, that's all it's really about at the end of the day. So that that was a cool little interview. Definitely was. And, you know, we um, – I don't know. I think we should kind of end it. Yeah, bro. So, I mean, first and foremost, shout out to Z- Dizo whenever you do tap into this. I know it's kind of a shorter interview, but honestly, man, that's normally what we do. It's never too, too lengthy. And sometimes, like what happened today, the connection stuff gets in the way. But thank you, bro, for popping on. That's love. Um. Shout out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all the weekly viewers. Um, yeah, man, share this episode with a friend, with a family member. Let's get this episode to really blow up this time, man. Yes, sir. We're going to get this out, G, and I'm going to tap in with you, brother. All right, bro. Have a good day at the uh, Younger Kids Basketball Tournament, right? Yes, sir. I'm going to tap in with you. I'm going to let you see him because Nap got him right for real. So. Let's go, bro. I'm going to tap in with you. Word, bro. Have a good one. You too.